Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Drew, and I want to welcome you back to Learn How to See Better. It's the only podcast out there that will improve your vision the longer you listen. Dare to compare. At every stage of success, even at different stages of failure, there is the potential to fall into the trap of comparison. Now, don't get me wrong. Sometimes you have to make comparisons to understand is something good or bad. It's like, well, compared to what? Hey, it's 80 degrees outside. All right. Is that is that good news or is that bad news? Right. Um, 80 degrees, probably pretty welcome most of the year. But if it's been 120 all, all summer long and then it drops down to 80, whew, 80 might be a little on the chilly side all of a sudden. Now, that's a facetious type of example, but when you talk about comparisons, I'm actually getting into how we can compare ourselves with others, how we can compare ourselves with ideals, how we can compare ourselves with ideas that might not even really stand up well in reality. And so there's good and bad that can come with that because... um, we tend to use comparison almost as um, a drug or a fix, right? If if you compare yourself to someone else and maybe it's, it's a, it's a, a board game or some game where you're counting and accumulating points. If you have more points than the other player, then you feel good compared to them. Right. But are you comparing yourself to the high score? No, you're just comparing yourself to, to the next participant. Right. Um, So when we look at the comparison to things, even when we're doing well, it can easily be dwarfed potentially by negativity. So let's just say you've never golfed before and it just so happens you have a friend or you meet someone, you guys hit it off pretty well, you develop a friendship, you realize they are a golf fanatic. I mean, they're a great golfer, you know, handicap about one, right? A small, a small, um, basically a rating about that golfer that says they're very, very good. And you've never golfed before. You guys go outside to play nine holes for fun and the person just crushes it that you're playing. They're getting holes in ones, birdies, and all these golf terminologies that means, you know, you sink your putts, you hit the ball well, you achieve your objective. Now, you might be out there all day long swinging and missing, when I'm talking about the club and the ball, completely with the bat, with the club. And you're sitting there scratching your head thinking, oh my gosh, it's so difficult. And then finally on the, on the last swing of the day, you make connection with the ball and you feel so good. Wow, I've, I've gone from just the worst of the worst to just really bad. Look at that progression in only nine holes. Great advancement in my skill set. But if you're comparing yourself to this scratch golfer, you know, this professional skill level athlete, then guess what? You're going to immediately discount all of the progress that you've made throughout the day and then potentially be emotionally in the dumps. Now, of course, I give an extreme example because it would be silly knowing that without ever golfed in your life, without ever having golfed, that it would make sense you could actually compete with a golf pro, right? But we do that in life. We do that in uh, success. We do that in school with grades. If someone does better than us on a test, more than once, then they're just automatically smarter than you, right? Or these other comparisons that aren't really a positive thing. Um, and we have to make sure that we don't get lost and stuck. And when, you know, I say, I say dare to compare because it's almost as though 
you know, you can come up with an acronym for the word, you know, dare, um, because they're, they're really dangerous accusations that can ruin everything. How about that for an ac acronym for the word dare? Dare to compare. Dangerous accusations ruin everything. And you're accusing yourself in certain instances that you say you're not good enough if you make that wrong comparison. And so when you look at different uh, ways you can use um, leverage in the world to help battle that can be by surrounding yourself with positive-minded people that think in a very congratulatory and naturally generous and helpful state. They want to see you succeed as well. It's not about me and it's you. It's about rising tides float all boats, right? And so I, I recently recognized this once when I, I was in a, in a group meeting with uh, some business individuals and we're all kind of sharing some things, you know, sharing some wins, some progress on things we're working on, mastermind type setup. And one person that had a particularly uh, sizable um, business transaction where they just really had the fruits of their labor come together. And it was like, wow, that is fantastic. Generally happy for this person. And then as we're all kind of going around the, the horn and, and you get your chance to talk about what you've been up to and, you, and you've also got great things to share, you know, and it's, you have to watch out. It's like, well, you know, if we're just comparing numbers, it wasn't great as this person that just, you know, spoke before you. It's, but, but, but how is that relevant at all? Right. Your business, their business, their industry, your industry. Right. But it's one of those psychological things that if you're not wary of, you could compare yourself or your success to someone else's. And that really doesn't even make sense. So uh, when, when I when I noticed, you know, the, the thought that, that just crossed and immediately left and was like I said, you know, genuinely happy for this person. It's like, well, them having, you know, a great a uh, great season of business and me having a great season of business are just two great positive things going on in the world. But um, it's easy to do that and say that when you're in a good space, right? If if I were in a bad space in business, you know, can you naturally have that same happiness or do you start to compare your progress, your success to someone else's, right? And then and then even even thinking that way kind of blocks that good natural feeling of you feeling good for someone else. So it's like you have to be able to read your own barometer and assess some of your conscious and I guess kind of unconscious thoughts, subconscious th thoughts as well. So you can make sure that you're resonating in the right frequency. And if you detect, uh, you know, something um, amiss, then you might be able to drill back down to the comparisons being made. So, you know, what reason would you be comparing yourself to someone else um, in this arena of of life what becomes more important is to compete ah but most people listening would instantly think but but if you're you why would you compete with the person if you're not supposed to compare yourself with that person you're kind of sounding a little hypocritical right wrong I didn't say compete with that person compete with yourself Compete with yourself. You are your only true competition that you need to worry about, right? Are you giving yourself your best? Are you putting your best foot forward? Are you doing the things that you know are aligned with your best effort that helps you get that peace of mind? It's like even you could quickly transition over to sports. Did you leave the field with your head held high? It was always one of those sayings you kind of learn where it's like, okay, you didn't win. You didn't have more points than the other team, but it didn't mean you didn't play your heart out. 
right? It has no bearing on your efforts, your passion, your commitment to, you know, victory and putting everything out there. It just turns out that the results didn't end up in your favor, right? So you can compete with yourself, right? You can leave the field with your head held high if you know you left it all out there, 100% all in. Yeah, did everything I could, you know, just got out, manned out, gun, whatever the case may be. Chips didn't fall in my favor. We'll get them next time. So when you can compete with yourself, that's really, you go back and run the tapes, you reflect on what happened, you kind of go through the paces. Is this a skill thing, an attitude thing, an endurance thing, right? A stamina thing, a strength, power, agility, speed, you know, mindset, skill, whatever. So the idea being those comparisons, so dangerous. But when we reframe our outcomes, and use those as just information and feedback from the universe about our performance. We can use that to compete with ourselves. Like, okay, I got, I got some good insight here. Okay, in this race, you got beat by, you know, 10 feet. Okay, you know, what attributed to that? Were you down the whole race or were you down uh, only at the end uh, or only at the beginning? Right? Did you just have any part of the race you were in the lead or was it close? These are things where you can start to compete with yourself and start to look at, all right, based on what I know, these are the strengths of how I run my race. That's when you really tap into the right energy space because you're working on what can you do about you to make you better when you compete with you. And you can let the world stare and compare all they want. Your focus, your energy, where it really needs to be. So dare to compare. Dangerous accusations ruin everything. <laughs> so I hope you enjoyed that. Dare to compare. While it can be a logically positive thing, watch out. Who are you comparing yourself with? Compare you to you. Compete with you. You don't compare yourself to others if you really want to be able to tap into the best of your strengths. So I hope, uh, hope you enjoyed that and that perspective and what my experience has been on looking at how you measure your own advancements in life and how you make sure you keep the right frame of mind around your progress because it's about the effort you put forth and how well are you pushing you to become your best version of you. Thanks again for joining. Be sure to share this with someone that you think may benefit and have impact on their lives. And I can't wait to see you on a future episode. Until then, keep learning how to see better. This is your host, Drew Davis, signing off. Thanks.